1: Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Green Talk Radio. This is your host, Sean Daly. I'm very excited today because we're starting a new series on Green Talk Radio, sort of a series within a series. It's our Green Blogger series, and we're going to be profiling over the next several months or even up to a year. There's a lot of green bloggers out there, so we're going to, one step at a time here, talk to, hopefully, all of the major green bloggers in the space to profile their stories, their websites, what they cover. And uh, so today is the first installment in that series, and today I'm talking to Summer Poquette, who is otherwise known as the Green and Clean Mom, she's a mother of two young children, an educator, green entrepreneur, and founder and principal blogger for the Green blog website, greenandcleanmom.org, which focuses on educating and helping other moms in their efforts to make their families greener and live healthier lifestyles. On her blog... She chronicles her own personal journey of going green for herself and her family, one step at a time. Summer also writes for several other websites, such as Five Minutes for Going Green, Posh Mama, and Busy Mommy. Summer, welcome to Green Talk Radio.
0: Hi, Sean. Thanks for having me.
1: Well, it is our pleasure. And I wanted to just start by where I really start with all my guests, which is hearing the story. I want to hear really your personal story. And I I imagine that will probably sort of unfold into the story of why you started your website. So why don't we just start there?
0: Sure. Um, well, I was, you know, um, I am a typical mom, and prior to becoming a Green and Clean mom, I was using toxic um, cleaning products, and I wasn't really buying organic food, and I was just doing what I was taught, and I was doing what, you know, I saw, on, you know, on TV, buy this, it kills germs, and. I actually was watching um, an Oprah show, and that just tells you how mom I am, and um, (laughs) I was watching an Oprah show where she was talking about um, toxic cleaning products, it was an Earth Day special, and it was kind of my light bulb moment, Um, I realized, okay, that's why I rinse out the bathtub uh, 15 times before my kids get in, because I'm concerned about the toxic, you know, chemicals, and that's why I get a headache when I clean, Um, and I just kind of, jumped right in I went to the store and I bought um green clean by Deidre Imus and I just started researching and trying to find products that um were safe to use in my house and that's kind of how it all began um I, I something I already knew but I just hadn't taken the initiative you know it was like something had to click and that was my moment so that's how it happened
1: yeah, that, that's great. And I, it's that, that moment is really for, for different people that I've talked to, especially people that are parents can be, you know, things like that. Or, you know, for a lot of people, it was the Al Gore movie and in Inconvenient Truth. Uh, and for some people, it's just, I think, just having children itself is such a <laughs> profound experience. Uh, yeah. It really changes your perspective, you know, on, on terms of health and, and the planet and your consciousness. It's, uh you know, it's a very profound uh, event. I'm also curious Speaking of the family I'm curious about your family How do they feel about Going green in general And and sort of this journey That you've embarked on And and I guess it really Brought them into as well Are any of them dragging Their heels in the process Or is everybody Pretty much on board With what you're doing
0: Well I don't think my kids really know any different. You know, they 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 don't feel like they're deprived of anything. Um I can't tell you that they've never had blue food coloring or a hot dog or they've run through the sprinkler. I mean, they're normal children. Um and they don't really, you know, get why mom might, you know, do this different. They just they just don't know any different. Um, My husband, he's supportive. He's proud of me. He's adjusting. His biggest thing is our eating habits, Um, you know, eating less meat or eating more vegetables or buying organic. Um, he's, He's adjusting. That's a big thing for him. My... You know, my parents, my sister, everybody, they are, they're dragging their feet. They tease me a little bit. Um, they're kind of where I was a few years ago, and that's okay. I mean, I'd rather um, lead by example and have them ask me questions um, than make them feel bad or, or pressure, you know, pressure them to do what I'm doing because I had to have that light bulb moment, and I think that has to happen with them too.
1: Yeah, well, that's so true. I mean, I think really people have to personally relate to to it to take stock in it and to, to really, I think, take the steps. It has to mean something. It can't be ultimately coming from, you know, a societal pressure or family pressure or anything else. It has to be Absolutely. intrinsic, you know. Versus mm-hmm. extrinsic. So what are some of the best ways that you've found uh, and that you've shared with your readership on the blog, uh, greenandcleanmom.org, uh, about saving money and going green? Because saving money, I know, is a huge thing for people right now, and we're trying to combine that with going green. How? What are you mm-hmm. suggesting to people?
0: Well, I don't think that going Green, I don't think it has to cost a lot of green, so to speak. There there are green products out there, you know, green cleaners. Um, you just you just hear that word green everywhere. And and most of the time it's, it's a buzzword. It's a marketing term now, and it's, you know, it's just kind of caught on like wildfire. Um, and personally, I like to use green, you know, cleaning products, but I don't think that you have to. You can just get back to the basics, like using the natural cleaners, the vinegar, the baking soda, um, you know, those three R's, reusing your objects in your house. House um, recycling, and just reducing what you use every day. I think those are the best ways to start going green, um, because they don't cost any money. You know, and even if it's just one thing that you start, okay, I'm going to start recycling there, you started something, Um, you know, and that doesn't cost any money. It actually, you know, can save you money. And if you want to seek out green cleaners, you know, I always tell my readers support companies that are actually earth friendly and make sure that the products are concentrated. So again, you save money. Um, Going to thrift shops, you know, garage sales, using Craigslist and, you know, swapping kids' toys and clothing with your friends. Um, I, I think that it's easy to to spend a lot of money because, you you know, you want to buy the best and but it's not always necessary, you know, when you're using that word green. Um, and I get a lot of questions about organic food, you know, and I can tell you right now I don't have everything organic in my home um, because it is more money, but I think it comes down to making choices, cutting out the items that aren't necessary. That might mean the soda or the cookies so that you can afford the organic milk or the hormone-free meat. And it's just about budgeting and making wise nice choices, but it doesn't have to be about spending more. I think that's a, that would be a green myth.
1: Well, you made a couple of good points there and, and I agree with you. And one of the things that I really like about your site, and I think that, um, I think a lot of people are doing these days, but, but not everyone is this idea of keeping it real. <laughs> you know, it's like, there's this, there's this sort of sense. And then sometimes one feels a pressure as, as a green educator that y- you have to be perfect or that that's what you're supposed to espouse to your audience. And I think that, and you, you don't do that. You're like, this is me. This is my journey. And you're, you're keeping it real. And people relate to that because that's that's approachable as opposed to this idea of the green wizened one coming down from the mountain with a tablet and <laughs> saying, Here, you know, this is what you need to do. You know, nobody wants to be preached at. And so I really applaud you for, for that, the way you do that on the, the site. And clearly uh, the success you're having uh, reaffirms the, the value of that.
0: Thanks hard <laughs>
1: oh yeah it, it is it is but uh, I think that ultimately that's what everybody really wants is, is somebody you know to keep it real and uh, again I think most of the sites out there are doing that well we're going to just take a quick break here and then we'll be back and we're talking with Summer Poquette she's the founder and principal blogger for greenandcleanmom.org a green blog focused on helping moms and their families in their efforts to live greener and healthier lifestyles Sean Daly on Green Talk Radio we'll be right back
0: To Living Green Effortless Ecology for Everyday People, a weekly online audio program featuring champions of sustainable living at personallifemedia.com.
1: Okay, and we are back on Green Talk Radio. This is Sean Daly, and I have with me Summer Poquette. She's the founder and principal blogger for greenandcleanmom.org, a green blog focused on helping other green moms in their journeys. Summer, so we were talking before the break about greenandcleanmom.org and sort of what you talk about on the site, your own personal journey, Uh, with yourself and your family and going green and how you chronicle that on the site. Um, I'm kind of curious about how you handle the stress of trying to be green and and not being able to to do research sort of everything all at once. I know it can be really overwhelming sometimes. How do you handle that process of the the research and and all of that?
0: Mm, I think that even the greenest person that I know isn't perfect, and I don't think that you can be unless you just don't live in society and you have modern inventions. Um, it's just impossible. And keeping in mind that nobody is perfect, um, that we all have, you know, some days where we're a little less green and you know, eco-savvy than others. That that kind of is a comfort to me. Um, I find this hard for moms to just learn about something for the first time. Like when I learned about the toxic cleaning products, you know, I I freaked and I. went overboard. Um, I cleaned everything out of my house. My husband came home and there was nothing to wipe the counters down with, you know, and he was confused. I was confused, you know, and and that panic. And I really, I think that's what I try hard. I learned from my mistake of panicking and going overboard that not freaking out, um, starting small and, um, you know, just doing something every day. I think that is such a comfort um, to other moms. You know, they don't have to go overboard to do something. You know, baby steps is is just really important because I did. I went overboard at the beginning, and I've learned from my mistake. Now when I learn about something new that, you know, um, is dangerous or is a hazard or there's a recall, I try to calm down, (laughs) you know, research, talk with other, um, you know, green bloggers or friends um, and realize that, not everything I read or hear is true. There, You know, I have to take everything with a grain of salt and do what can work best for my family.
1: Yeah, and that's so important because there is a, there's a lot of sensationalism out there, and there's also a lot a lack of of information uh, holistically. You know, there was a, there was a, this is interesting. Yesterday, it came out that the CNN published an article about uh, organic foods not being any higher nutritional value in a study. Well, and there's a whole these other studies that that say that that they that they are, but you know, they published the one study that says that they aren't. So yeah, it really depends on just what you read. Newsweek a week before published an article that was completely the opposite. So yeah, it's difficult. It's
0: it difficult. is, and it's confusing. And it's definitely confusing for the mom that is doing 100 things during the day. The idea that she has to save the planet and, you know, um, not, you know, poison her children, it becomes extremely overwhelming. And it's almost, um, I, w- I don't want to say it's a burden, but it just, it, sometimes it's too much. And I find some moms just... Um, closing their ears to it because it becomes overwhelming and the information becomes so confusing they don't know who to believe or what to do so you know and that that's the sad part you know i don't the the news taking one study and turning it around on us and you know and i think it's just trusting your instincts and doing what's going to work really well for you and your family
1: so now, summer. I'm just curious. Let's just pretend like there's a there's a mom. I don't think it's pretending because I think this actually will happen quite a bit. Is you might have a mom out there who has found this podcast, for example, or your website. Um, you know, and once and is in the process of wanting to go green. They're inspired, as we talked about, but they're sort of looking for that those first steps. Other than going to your website and, and reading uh, the blog there, uh, what would you give them in audible in audio audio format right now uh, as far as beginning steps to take? What would you suggest as a place to start?
0: Well, I think the best place to start is where you and your family, um, you know, will be comfortable. Like maybe it's something like recycling. It's something that you and your family can accomplish and they won't feel overwhelmed with. Um, When it comes just to being environmentally friendly, I think that's a great place to start. And then maybe it's adding something Next week, such as okay, we're going to try to drive less, and we're going to walk and ride our bike. And maybe it's the next week you might decide that okay, we're going to start adding organic milk because you've done some research on the hormones and you've you know you've done some reading. So maybe that's something because your children drink a lot of milk, so that might be a concern for you. I think it's really making a list of you know what your family does and what they can incorporate into their life because every household runs a little differently, every budget's different, every mom can handle you know. Um, different you know stresses and so I think that's really important is just finding what's going to work for you and your family and just because you know your friend next door that she might drive a hybrid and she might have solar panels on her you know roof in her house and it doesn't mean that you have to either you know it, it's what's going to work for you and you know and it's just next year it might be planting your garden you never know where it'll you know lead to and just starting making it a family effort too.
1: Yeah, I think it's a lot more fun when you get the family involved. And, and I, I don't know about with your family, but with mine, it's been really amazing to watch how my children have responded to it. Uh, my, my six and a half year old son is now a chicken farmer. <laughs> we have chickens in the backyard and that was one of our things we did we have fresh eggs every morning and he loves it uh, and some days we have to you know tell him three times to go out and you know feed the chickens or, or whatever sure. collect the eggs but, but most days there's a lot of enthusiasm um, and, and not just for that part of it but also for, for other things involving recycling and reuse and saving the planet because we've connected and not in a fear based way but we've connected it to the health of our family and the health of, of the world in a positive way and so they I find that children naturally want to contribute towards that and that i mean that's amazing to me it's sort of overwhelming when you see that in its purity um the the, the sort of the spirit of the child and uh, where their their core values are
0: well they're sponges and you know i i had my car running once um uh, we were running late for something i started it i ran inside and my son actually said mom you're making the earth hot <laughs> and I just looked at him like, what? You know, and and he's like, you have to turn off your car. And he had, he had read a book with me about um, William going green, and you know, it's about global warming and hybrids, and and. And some of it seems so over his head, and some of it is, but he actually got that, you know, the emissions from my vehicle were having something to do with making the earth hot and global warming, and you just never know what they're going to pick up on. They are sponges, and just incorporating those little things into their day, you know, maybe it's a green book, you know, about, you know, global warming or whatever it might be, they pick up on it, and they really start to – Lovey. They're my little checks
1: and balances. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's great. And I have to say, and, you know, people listening in might think, oh, gee, well, if, you know, if you're the son of uh, or daughter of Green Clean Mom or the Green Living Ideas guy, <laughs> you know, you're going to get brainwashed. But I have to say that we, I don't push that at all. I mean, it's very holistic and it's sort of just in context. And it's almost what they're hearing and i've had the similar experience where you know it's like oh let's jump in the you know jump in the car and go down to whole foods and get something for dinner and and my son'll say well you know can we maybe we should just walk cuz that's like not really good for the earth and that he's not parroting back anything he's heard from me Uh, I mean, I swear, a stack of Bibles is, (laughs) you know, he he just, he's like, so, and he talks to me about like the website from what he's heard my wife and I talk about uh, over here. And so it's just, they they are sponges. They pick it up and they incorporate it. And I suppose it's, you know, it's a survival mechanism for them to adapt the, you know, the, um, to adopt the the philosophies and values and and from their parents. But the way that happens is really kind of magical. And I've been, I've been amazed by it. Um, It's interesting to hear you've had the same experience.
0: Well, well, that's kind of the point of, you know, starting Green and Clean Mom is that I can be, i be a catalyst for moms to go green and, you know, impact their families in a positive way. And, you know, just teaching your kids about the little things like conserving water, you know, turning off the lights, you know, going around the house and turning off the lights and doing those things and respecting, you know, nature and not littering. Those, those are, that's part of parenting. And that's part of being a good role model. And sometimes we forget about those little things and we get wrapped up in, you know, is the floor mopped and are the dishes done? And and sometimes those things really aren't important.
1: Well, truthfully, what's happened, I think, is that this has been incorporated into our core values. I mean, you know, because really parenting is the is partially, among other things, getting our children ready for the world and, and imparting our – sharing our values uh, with our children in hopes that they pick up the ones that um, – and that we find most important and, you know, and that we believe in. And so I think what's happened is that a lot of us have taken on, in addition to our other core values that we receive from our parents, there's been a lot of ecologically driven ones based on where we are at this point in time uh, on the planet. And so I think it's just become an extension of those core values in, in many families.
0: Absolutely. yep.
1: I'm curious about your website, your long-term plans, just switching gears for a second, Summer. <laughs> uh, you know, Ideal Byte this is interesting. Ideal Byte sold, for those of you who didn't hear about this, uh, for about $20 million uh, to, to basically to Disney. Um, any, any long-term plans for your website uh, along those lines of growing it and selling it, or do you want to keep it for the long term? Anything you want to share with us there?
0: Um, well, it's definitely something funny that you mentioned. I have had some offers. I've had some people um, email. And I think that I'm at the stage right now where um, growing it is really important to me, um, the content, the research, the reviews, the communication, and, um, and just the experience I have interacting with you know, the readers and the audience. That's really important to me right now, growing the- Forum and just kind of working from there, um, blogging, social networking—it is a—it's uh, a different world, and um, you know I'd like to stay in it a little bit longer, um, but eventually down the road it would be something that I would entertain.
1: Okay, well, good. I appreciate you sharing that. And I know that you're very active in the social networking. There's a, there's a, you know, obviously, for for all industries, social networking has really taken off, whether it's MySpace, or Facebook, or YouTube, or Twitter, which you and I are both on, as well as Facebook and some others. Are there any addresses other than the greenandcleanmom.org website that you'd like to share for people to contact you?
0: Um, definitely Twitter I, I do uh, frequent that um, it's kind of an, an addiction I suppose you can say um, so I you know I'm, I'm Twitter uh, at Green Mom and that's probably um, the best way that I reach out besides my website. Um, you know there is Facebook and there are other ways of contacting me but Twitter's you know that's nice it's a quick uh, hundred and forty characters or less it's just about right and uh, hopefully if they can work all of their little glitches out, you know it can keep being a great um a great, you know, way to reach out to audience members.
1: Yeah, yeah, that is the challenge. Twitter, for those of you who aren't familiar, is a microblogging service for putting in short entries as opposed to these, you know, longer posts. You can just sort of they call it Twitter, tweeting, tweeting in things you're doing during the day, or links you like, or what have you. And and they're somewhat notorious for uh, f- uh, having service failures. And you see this thing called the, the fail whale. We all know what the fail whale is, but uh, it, it seems like it's getting better. But I always hate to say that because then you know the next day it'll be it'll be crashing. We'll lose all your history. <laughs> so I'll lose all your followers and all that. But but yeah, yeah so definitely okay. uh, for those of you listening, in, uh, definitely check out the website Green Clean Mom. Dot org and uh, and again your uh, Twitter address is um, you said at Green Mom, and so that would yep. be Twitter.com/slash Green as well the, that would be the the homepage there great mm-hmm. great well my guest today has been Summer Poquette she's the founder and principal blogger for GreenAndCleanMom.org a green blog fo- focused on helping moms and their families in their efforts to live greener and healthier lifestyles Summer thank you so much for being on this first uh, green blogger episode of Green Talk Radio it was a real pleasure having you on the show.
0: Thank you, Sean. I'm really honored. It was nice to
1: be here. Thanks as always to everyone listening in today. Remember, for more free on-demand podcasts, articles, videos, and other information related to living a greener lifestyle, visit our website at www.greenlivingideas.com. We'd also love to hear your comments, feedback, and questions. Send us an email at editors at greenlivingideas.com.